Welcome to Lawyer Business Advantage. This podcast is dedicated to helping attorneys earn more money, get better clients, and spend more time with family. I'm your host, Alej Yajnik, founder of Law Firm Success Group. Smart business guidance for small law firms begins in three, two, one. And it's my pleasure to welcome to Lawyer Business Advantage, Jody Zeriga with Zeriga Consulting. She's the owner and managing director of the firm. Jody, welcome to Lawyer Business Advantage. Well, thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Really excited to have you on the show today. You have built a successful legal recruiting firm. So before we get into all the stuff about legal recruiting and, and why firms should be considering it, how did you get started uh, in founding your own firm? Well, my story goes back to all the way back to 1995. I was, I don't know why, but I was hired. Uh, I got very lucky, I guess. I was hired by um, an AMLAW uh, 100 firm in Atlanta as their director of recruiting. So um, it was right before the Olympics came. Um, you know, the Atlanta Olympics in 1996. So the the city of Atlanta exploded, um, as did that firm. So while I was there, I took the firm from 185 lawyers to 525. Whoa. And I know, right? So in that process, I mean, that's very, you can't do that all on your own. So I had to rely on the help of uh, legal recruiters for about the bulk of it or a lot of it. So I just decided in uh, 2003 that I I could do that. I just looked at it and I thought, you know what? I can do that. And so I just did. In 2003, I um, launched Zerica Consulting and we've about to hit our 20th anniversary this June. Congratulations. And you have built a seven-figure consulting firm uh, based on recruiting, which is not easy to do. (laughs) How's that journey been since you founded the firm? It's been fantastic, actually. Um, I I can't imagine doing anything else. I love what I do. I enjoy it every single day. I love I love the lawyers. I love I'm not a, a practicing. I, I didn't go to law school or anything, but I love learning um, about the different areas of law. I love making the matches. Um, when a firm comes to me and says, "Oh, I just have this really hard position to fill." Well, to me, that's a challenge. So um, it's it's just been great. I have, you know, a, a really big network since I was on the law firm side for so many years. So it's just it's been it's been great helping you know those folks that helped get a job out of law school. Now I'm um, they're general counsels of companies, and now I'm able to help them. So it's sort of gone full circle, and you know I really really enjoy. It. I consider myself very very lucky. Wow. Well, congratulations on your success, Jody, and on having the guts to get out there and and decide that you want to launch your own firm. So many entrepreneurs, whether they're attorneys or not, don't end up doing that. So it's you've done it and it's been successful. And I'm so glad to hear that you're enjoying the ride. Tell us a little bit about Zerga Consulting. What kinds of roles do you typically recruit for? We are a boutique recruiting firm. We only do lawyers. So we, our clients are law firms and companies that need to hire a lawyer. So we really don't branch out of anything other than legal. So we hire attorneys at all levels, general counsels, um, in-house. We do partners, associates of counsels, 
special counsels, staff attorneys, you name it. Um, and we actually just launched in this past December a legal staff recruiting arm. So that enables us now to be full service to the law firms. We can do legal assistance, paralegals, billing specialists, recruiting coordinators, any any type of staffing as well. <laughs> all, all the stuff. Wow, that's great. Um, what is like the smallest size firm you'll typically work with? And um, what's the largest size firm you'll typically work with? <laughs> well, it's interesting. I have a solo practitioner right now that has put me on retainer. And I have worked with companies, you know, large companies. Microsoft has uh, hired me in the past to fill several other positions. I've worked for, you know, law firms. I've done, you know, AMLA 10 law firms, you know, down to, like I said, I have a solo practitioner right now who has put me on retainer. So, and that's another thing that I think sets this us apart from the bigger re- recruiting companies is that we really will take you know, we will, we will take a client if they have a need. We don't discriminate, I guess is the word, um, against your size. So it's, you know, we're just happy to help anybody. Yeah, that's that's great, Jody. And I'm so glad you brought up the retainer. What I would like to do with our conversation today is, you know, let's dive into it and let's, let's give some words of wisdom to uh, the attorney entrepreneurs that either haven't used a recruiter for whatever reason, or maybe haven't had the best experience with a recruiter. One of the things I think that they would benefit from hearing is, can you share with us the difference between like a retained search and a contingency search? Mm, That's a great question. And so a contingency search is usually the way that law firms want to use a legal recruiter. And basically that means, sure, you can work on our job. And if you find us somebody, then we'll pay you. If you don't, then we won't. And, you know, that's typically, that is the way that legal recruiting firms operate. A few years ago, I, you know, that's a, that's a big hustle for us as legal recruiters, because, you know, we don't, we don't get paid unless we make a placement yeah, um, right. with your firm and, you know, in contingency recruiting. Well, I mean, that's still 90, probably 90% of my business. Um, I created a different, two different um, models that that I um, like to present to my clients who maybe are a little bit smaller or maybe, you know, really maybe have an urgent need that they really need me to focus on. So the first is called a retingent model. I think I made up that word, but um, <laughs> every time that. I type so, it, I get re- retainer yeah. and contingent put together. Yes, <laughs> retingent. Yes. So it's it's basically a you know they give us a small sum of money up front, and that basically guarantees. It's like we both have some skin in the game. That guarantees me as the firm, as a you know as the recruiters, that this firm is serious about hiring somebody, and they want us to help them. Um, And then it also assures the client that we're really going to work to to fill this job. So when I have, you know, right now, I think I have 26 open jobs right now that we're working on um, our our team. And we're looking at the clients who put us on, give us a little bit of, you know, just kind of like a down payment, really, it goes towards the placement. But um, when we look at that, it, it really 
those searches go to the top of the list. That's where our energy and our resources are focused because it we understand and we know and appreciate uh, the value of a dollar and we know that they really want us to help them fill that job. So it just, it really, you know, helps us, like I said, just have some skin in the game from the firms and then it helps us, you know, make sure we allocate our resources in the, in the proper places. So when you look at, when firms look at whether or not they should, should do a contingent or a um, retingent or retained. So I guess I didn't finish explaining my, my retingent model. The retingent model is, you know, you pay a little bit up front and then you pay a little bit halfway through the interview process. And then once the person is hired and onboarded, then you pay the remaining of the fee. The difference between that and a retainer is if I don't place anybody if I'm not able to fill that job, which doesn't happen, but just in case, the firm is not responsible for paying the remainder of the retainer, if that makes sense. So that's why it's a retingent. It does. Yeah. Does that make sense? It makes a lot of sense. Yeah. And there's something you brought up there that I, I'd like to go back to because I think it really resonates. Well, it should resonate with our with our attorney entrepreneurs that are listening. So oftentimes what I hear from law firms on the retain search model, which is where you pay a fee to a recruiter in advance and the recruiter then goes out and, and tries to find somebody. The concern that law firms that I've heard from law firms uh, about that model is, oh my gosh, I'm afraid they're just going to take my money and then not do any work. But what exactly. you're saying is actually the opposite, that retain searches jump to the top of your list. So love for you to just reemphasize that and maybe uh, educate us a little bit on on those priorities. Sure, absolutely. So as a contingent search, uh, when we're looking at the you know law firms that have these open positions and they approach us, you know, please help us fill these positions. And you know, they're probably going to 10 recruiting firms. We don't want them to, but they may be going to 10. And we know that. So it's sort of like a I don't want to say a race. It's not a race, but it's it's a okay. Well, we got this call, and let's hustle quickly and fill try to fill this role for them. But we're also competing with other recruiting firms, most likely. That um, so, and that that becomes a negative in our in our world because if we, you know, I can't tell you how many times that we've got a candidate on the phone and they're like, oh my gosh, I got 15 calls about the same job today. That sure. sort of thing. So yeah. when you do a retained search, it's, you know, the firm is putting their trust into this one recruiting firm to do a very good job for them. So it, it really is a, is, is sort of like a, it's a commitment, if you will, from both sides that, you know, I will work on your behalf. And it's also a commitment, you know, from the firm to me that they're not working with any other recruiters. So it allows me to, I should say, to, you know, to really take the time and, and really just give that firm an extra special attention um, because they, you know, have put that, that trust in me. Now, I, I don't know, you know, the big recruiting firms, if I understand that concern about the retainer um, from from law firms, and it's usually a big chunk of money. So that's that's why I sort of split it down the middle and came up with this retingency model. 
um, so that it's sort of it's the best of both worlds. That sounds really, really interesting. Um, I've never heard of that before. So I'm so glad you're bringing it up. And and again, that instead of you know the the typical retainer model or retained search model where the firm pays a big chunk of money up front, this just kind of spreads that out uh, over time throughout the process. So it's not so painful uh, up front. And mm-hmm. so it also really helps you all get a sense that, yep, this client is definitely interested in working with us and only us and trusts us to get the job done. And it also gives the client an out that if for some reason something's not not working, they can tap out halfway through the process or, or at a different stage of the process, which is really nice. What advice do you have for these smaller law firms who are looking to hire? So... It's interesting. It's a very interesting time in the hiring world, especially with attorneys. I would say really the the first step I would say is to really have a clear understanding about what your practice needs. What kind of experience are you looking for in an attorney that you want to hire? How much experience does this attorney need to have? What is the importance of the attorney's pedigree. You know, how do you want them to go to a good law school? They need to have graduated in the top whatever percent of their class. Um, how important are the grades? How important are you know their law school activities? How important is the tier of law school that they went to? So it, it, it's it's really understanding what the firm's needs are, so that you can clearly communicate that either to a legal recruiter if you choose to go that route or even the people that apply for the jobs because they're you're going to want to be able to clearly identify and explain what you're looking for what your firm is looking for and what direction your firm is going so really understanding that i think is the first step and then the second part of it is why does your firm have this need Does your firm have this need because of attrition? Is it because you are growing? Is it because you need somebody to sit in the back room and draft documents? Do you need somebody to do a document review? Is it, why does the firm have this need? And and, and really, and that kind of goes back to having a clear understanding about what you need. You know, do you really need a full-time attorney? Do you, can you work with a contract attorney? Is this a temporary thing, especially when you're looking at you know, finances and really trying to justify the cost of not even a legal recruiting piece, but just bringing somebody else on, but really sort of understanding the role, I guess, if, if you will. Yeah, I think that makes a lot of sense. And uh, for, you know, attorney entrepreneurs who are listening, that's fantastic advice. If you're trying to wrap your arms around that, either, you know, who to hire or who to hire next or when to hire any of those questions, You might want to check out my book, Staffing Up, The Attorney's Guide to Hiring Top Talent. It's on um, Amazon. It's also on Audible, and you can check it out there. It's got all this front-end stuff that you need so that you can really take advantage of working with a recruiter like Jody uh, when the time comes. And Jody, just, you know, so let's say a, a law firm chooses to work with a recruiter like yourself. What are some of the, you know, mistakes that, uh, law firms make when they're working with recruiters? Oh, goodness. How much time do we have? No. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm told I'm just kidding. I think it is so interesting that you asked that question. So here's the thing. I think 
And it really just goes back to understanding what you need, what you need to hire, and then being able to communicate that. And then also, and then keeping that communication with the recruiter and with the recruiting firm, keep that communication going, keep that line of communication going. A lot of times I will, sometimes we'll get a a position and we'll work on it and we'll have three like awesome candidates and they all get interviews. All three candidates are so excited and they want this job and the law firm just doesn't respond to us. Like they just don't, we just don't hear from them again. And of course that puts a very bad taste in the candidate's mouth about the job we're doing. And then at the same time, there's a fine line when we become annoying to the firm about reaching out and asking for feedback on, on these candidates that have interviewed. So I think that is is, is a huge piece. Just if, if you do choose to work with, with the recruiter or even just directly with candidates, you know, if the person's not a fit, tell them they're not a fit. It's business. It's not personal. It's okay. So let's say you have 500 applicants for the position you only have one position. So, you know, not everybody's going to go home a winner. You're, you're only going to hire one. So I think a lot of times firms are maybe scared or feel bad or just don't want to deal with it. Yeah. So rule number one, don't ghost your recruiter. <laughs> Please don't ghost us. Like, it's okay. Whatever whatever it is. Even if you don't have an answer, tell us. That's fine too. As long as we have something to communicate is is just really key. This we had one. This is a this is kind of a little bone of contention in in the in our team in the past couple of weeks. So we they reached out to us and asked us to find a particular type of attorney. We found like the best associate for them. I mean, it was it was like it was like almost like perfect, too perfect. So they interview him and come back like four or five days later and say, "Oh, we've put the position on hold." Okay, that's okay. We understand that that happens. You know, they just finished a big case. They're not sure if they can really sustain another hire. So they're just going to wait. No problem. We communicated that. So about two weeks ago, they called us back. Hey, you know, so and so still in the in the job market because, you know, we really have a need. We want to hire this person now. So the candidate was so excited, goes back to meet the rest of the group. And we all thought that was the end of the process. Nope. A couple of days later, oh, well, he needs to come back for two more days and meet with these people. So it's like, okay. So he does that. And then we hear from them yesterday and it's, oh, we didn't realize that this candidate did not meet the practice group leader. So he's got to come back. Okay. We're like, are you serious? Like, <laughs> If a firm is interviewing a candidate, really make sure that everybody is on the same page about the hire. Everybody knows that this person's coming into interview because what's happening now is the poor guy has been gone so much. The managing partner of his firm is getting, he's getting a little nervous. So he wants to set up a meeting with this candidate and kind of figure out what's going on. So it just, it just puts everybody in a, in a kind of an awkward place. Position. Makes sense. So, yeah. So, yeah, move quick, move decisively, have your hiring process put together. Awesome. Jody, thanks so much for sharing your insights with us today. What are some things that you're really excited about at your firm? Oh, my gosh. Well, thank you for asking. We have a lot of really exciting things going on. Um, I think I mentioned to you, we just launched 
the staffing arm of the business, which has been fantastic. Um, the second thing is we have developed an app and it's just for attorneys. It's called Attorney Jobs. You can download it in the Apple Store or Google Play Store. And basically it is, we created this because we understand how valuable attorneys' time is. And when they're looking for a job, they don't have the time to go surf the web and look at all these different you know, websites and job boards and that sort of thing. So we have come up with the way to put all of those positions in one place. So it's in that app. It's free for attorneys only. So the only people that can download it are lawyers. Um, they're all verified before they are approved as a user. And um, you can set up a profile. You can get notified if um, a job fits what you're looking for. You can, and the, the, the cool thing about it is that it's confidential. So you're not, you know, it all comes to us, to our company. So you aren't you know, throwing your resume into a black hole in cyberspace and you don't know whose eyeballs are going to get on it. You know, it's just us. Confidentiality is, is is crucial when you're looking for a job. So we're we're super excited about it. So it's called Attorney Jobs and download it today for free. It's called, uh, you said Attorney Jobs? Attorney Jobs. That's right. Got it. Great. Awesome. And Jody, if people want to reach you, what is the best way for them to do that? So the best way is to, you can email me and my email address is, it's jzeriga, and that's Z-E-R-E-G-A at zerigaconsulting.com. Awesome. Jody, thank you so much for being on Lawyer Business Advantage today. Well, thank you so much. That is Jody Zeriga, owner and managing director of Zeriga Consulting. That's a wrap for this episode of the Lawyer Business Advantage podcast. One thing that would really help both us and other new potential listeners is for you to rate this show and leave a comment in iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you tune in to listen. And I want to hear from you. So connect with me on LinkedIn and let me know what you think of this episode. And if you are a solo or an owner of a small law firm, and you're looking to earn more money, attract better clients, or reduce your stress, we would love to talk with you to see how we can help. Request your free law firm assessment by visiting lawfirmsuccessgroup.com. Again, that URL is lawfirmsuccessgroup.com. We look forward to talking with you soon. Thank you for listening. My name is Ale Yajnik. Until next time, remember, you can seize freedom. You can embrace happiness. You can build your perfect practice.